You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com and we'll be on our way with seven days of a free trial trying out your own Broadway fitness program. Special thanks to BPN Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right, let's get into the episode's special guest. As always, uh, the Aladdin family is runs deep in the Bill for the Stage fam, and I came across our guest's uh, Instagram profile and was amazed by their uniformed timeline look, particularly that they've had a quote line or a quote column since 2017. And as a coach, I geek out about quotes, and I was like, hey, so-and-so, I'll introduce her in just a minute. Would you be up for just chilling on the podcast, chatting a bit, and maybe geeking out on some some quotes. And luckily, they said yes. So our guest is now being seen as Princess Jasmine in Aladdin. She also was in Mary Poppins and A Christmas Story on Broadway. I believe she was in the Hamilton tour. She can tell me a, a little bit more about that backstory. High School Musical, uh, Mamma Mia. She's done the thing. She's awesome. I can't wait for you to meet our next uh, guest, Tia Altenay. Hi, Tia. Hey, how's it going? You know, how you doing? it's going. Happy Thursday night. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat before your show tonight. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. So how's it been stepping in full time in, uh, in Agrabah over there? It's been an absolute dream, actually. It's been pretty great. I am um, actually an original company member of Aladdin, so she's giving you OBC realness. She's mm-hmm. very about that and I'm very proud to be so um but this has been a particularly exciting challenge and to step into an actual I've always had the understudy but now actually being the role yeah. um it's pretty exciting and it's been um a really great uh a really great transition yeah super 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 exciting mm. how's it been sharing the stage with our friend Michael is Michael doing well for you he's being a good uh scene partner up there Michael is an absolute dream. First of all, like he's dreamy, like let's be honest. But then also he's just such a nice human. He's just such a good guy. He's a great scene partner, super talented, beautiful voice, um, super supportive. Um, It's really, it's been kind of amazing. The circumstances 
couldn't be better. Awesome. All right. He's a good dude. Let's uh, segue off of Aladdin for a second. I want to get to rewind, get to know you a bit more. First off, I'm not in my apartment right now. I'm visiting my parents uh, in Ohio. And I wish I was in my apartment because I actually, right about here, you would see a leg lamp. So when I saw that you were in a, tor- in a, a Christmas story, I was like, oh, oh, I don't get to show her my leg lamp. So yeah, tell me, mm-hmm. just just geek out for a moment about A Christmas Story with me real quick. Everyone listening, maybe you don't care, but like for me, man, what a dream. So what? how goofy was it to be in that show or what was some fun, fun moments uh, doing that? I mean, it was pretty amazing. Like, uh, it. well, first of all, for any like musical theater geeks out there, Pasek and Paul, they're now like absolutely massive. But at the time, this is their first like Broadway musical that they did. So I kind of feel like I was in on like the ground with them, even though they had already done Dogfight, that was like off Broadway, but actual Broadway show, this was like their first one. So it was like very exciting. And, and, uh, you know, there was like buzz in the air and plus it's Christmas. Who doesn't love the holidays? You know, the holidays are always exciting to be a part of. And then the history, right? Like I, was one of those people that absolutely grew up on watching this movie every year. And then, you know, even if you don't like it, it's on the repeat on TV during the season. So uh, just getting to kind of be a part of that was pretty exciting. The guy that played our old man, uh, he was the dad in the Wonder Years. So like, you know, that was iconic for me. Uh, For those of you that even know that the Wonder Years existed before the new incarnation. (laughs) And um it's just, it was pretty exciting. The Bumpus Hounds. I mean, we got to, we literally had two like amazing dogs that were like running around the theater. It was just cool. <laughs> we, we had uh, Dan Loria on the podcast during the pandemic and I freaking was obsessed with uh, the Wonder Years. So yeah. and like just his voice, like he just like, I, I will not forget. We did our table read like first day of rehearsal and he started talking and I was like, oh my gosh, it's you. Like, yeah. <laughs> He just started talking and I was like, your voice is so iconic. Like how amazing to be someone that all you have to do is be like, hi, nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, your voice. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be like the international uh, reader for all audible books. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> familiar, like, like instantly familiar. All right. Let's rewind. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from uh, Sacramento, California. Well, I'm originally from LA. <laughs> and then uh, we moved to Sacramento. So California all around. But I definitely say Sacramento because that's where I went to high school. So I feel like those are like pretty formative years. So I'm going yeah. with Sacramento. But uh, originally from LA as well. So a little and bit of when, south, a little bit of north. Okay. So when did you start this whole singing, dancing, acting thing? Was it right from the jump or how? Did, yeah? Yeah. I was definitely like one of those little kids that was like, my mom always tells a story that I was always jumping in around the living room and like dancing and like I loved fame and any sort of like my mom likes movie musicals. So she'd put movie musicals on and I was like actually interested in them and didn't want her to turn them off and, you know, just really creative and jumping around the living room. And she was like, I guess I should get you into some lessons because you're definitely going to hurt yourself. So. <laughs> and that was that you started the lessons and never, never looked back. Kind of. I never looked back. I only, if anything, added more headache to my mom because I kept adding things. Like I was like, I started with like jazz or what did I start with? Ballet and tap. And then it was like, okay, you're old enough now. You can do jazz. Okay. Now I want to add 
um, like violin lessons. Okay, now I want to add gymnastics. Okay, now we're moving into voice lessons. Now we're like, I just kept like, God bless my mom for being so supportive of me. But anything I kind of saw on TV, I really always usually wanted to try. And she was always very supportive of that for me. Um, And that included like um, Irish step dancing. Like I did Irish step for a while and clogging. I was like a clogger. I was part of a clogging team for a while. Just like really crazy things I don't use very much anymore, but definitely made me super well-rounded. Nice. Cool. Well, I'm looking at your timeline as far as the the shows you were in when you made your debut with Mary Poppins. You got to sit in that show for a little Christmas story. You hit up the original cast of Aladdin. You hop off. You do some tours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them. Um, after Aladdin, I was original company Aladdin and then I had been in it a few years and I was just kind of starting to feel like maybe a new opportunity needed to come. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, I ended up auditioning for Hamilton and getting the tour, the first, uh, sorry, a second, I don't even know what they're calling it. The Philip company. I'll say that the Philip company of, um, Hamilton and uh, uh, original company Philip, and so went to Seattle to start that and put that up. And I was on that for a little over a year uh, before I came back to Aladdin, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, so I went out on the road with Hamilton, which was really amazing and a gift. Yeah, your bio says that you love traveling. So was is touring like your jam? You like touring because of the travel? Or would you rather travel on your own terms like a vacation? Yeah. So like, I think, well, my love of travel, I definitely got from my mother. um, And it was solidified by tours because I've done several tours. So touring definitely helped. Like, I think that I've been to every state in the country, except for like, Alaska, and I want to say, New Hampshire. And by by going, I mean, like, literally going and investigating it, not just like driving through like, I've definitely driven through New Hampshire, but like, I I haven't really like, I don't know anything there. Yeah. Um, and Alaska, I haven't been to, but I think I've been everywhere else. And part of the reason I've been able to do that is just tour. So, I mean, it's really cool. America's huge. There's a lot to it. And it's yeah. actually kind of cool to be able to say that you've been to all those places, but travel, I'm a travel fanatic internationally, which I have not been able to do recently, but um, I'm obsessed. I've been to more than 21 countries. I'm like very much about getting a passport stamp and like <laughs> being I, engrossed in different cultures. Yeah, I'm going to London this fall and I just had to renew my passport from 10 years ago. Luckily, I remembered I had to because it's getting close to my trip. What uh, What's like one or two of your favorites that you've traveled to country-wise? Um, okay, so Thailand was amazing because I mean that water is just not to be beat. It's beautiful. The culture is like so rich and and just like oh, I just love Thailand. I thought Thailand was so amazing. The people there are so wonderful. Um, I went to India. India was really interesting because for me, um, culturally speaking, they've really like maintained their culture. It's not very Western. Um, it isn't all like the great ways, but like they've really like. Uh, maintained a lot of their culture, which for me was such a gift to be able to witness and to be a part of. Um, And Iceland, Iceland was really cool. Um, Iceland was amazing, super expensive, but um, so amazing, so beautiful, so freezing. You went went to uh, Reykjavik or where did you go? 
I did. I went to Reykjavik. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, just like the golden circle all around there. And um, I went in October and I swear it was like the coldest place I've ever been. I wore ski pants like the whole time. Like I had all these outfits packed. I was going to be so cute. And I ended up like wearing <laughs> ski pants the whole time. I was freezing. <laughs> I was like, well, there go those, those fashions. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I just have to like round it out with Egypt because Egypt was also like an incredible like yeah. not to be believed or duplicated experience. And that also I got to do with friends. So that was also travel with friends is also like uh, a plus in my book. Yeah. Okay. So I brought up the travel 21, 21 or 21 plus countries, the Broadway shows, the tours. So the first quote I want to bring up <laughs> that's on your, your uh, timeline um, that we were talking about before hitting record, you have, a column for quotes, a column for you with friends and family, and a column of just you. And we started teasing that you were like a social- I'm a trailblazer. She's right. a trailblazer since 2017. That's right. <laughs> you were a social media manager of your own page before that was even a cool thing. Who knew? Who knew? So the, the quote I want to bring up is, I never lose. I either win or learn. So all these wins we're talking about, is there any like losses that you've learned from or just learning moments that it hasn't always been butterflies and rainbows, but looking back, you know, you came out on the other side of it better for it? I think that like if you stay in this business long enough that like everybody's going to have losses, right? There's been some auditions I've had that I absolutely thought I booked. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I totally nailed that. I, I'm going to be in XYZ, you know, like I'm, I'm going to be in that, like this is going to be major. And then you talk to your agent and it, and you know, the whole, the lovely phrase, it didn't go your way. And I'm like, didn't go my way. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just like, wow. I, I always hate to say that like, um, you know, if, if it, I have this on my quote thing, this is not me even trying to do this, but like, if it's, uh, if it's for you, it won't pass you by, but like, it just is so true. We cannot see the full picture. We do not know what's coming down the pipeline. And for all of the times that I heard, uh, you know, it didn't go my way for audit, if we're talking about like audition specific things, um, I'm really happy with my career and the, the trajectory and like the things I've been able to build personally and, the journey that my career has gone on is actually something to be celebrated. And I, and not for all the things I, you know, thought that like, Oh, I can't believe I didn't get that. Uh, I always ended up getting something else that really fit either in my career or perhaps like in those spaces where I met somebody in those spaces that I really needed to meet. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that there's ever, it's really also some energy. Like it's like energy. I wrote it on my little thing. Like that's the energy I'm trying to hold on to. Cause of course there's times where you just can't understand it and you're just like, this sucks. But yeah. like, <laughs> you know, but the energy to hold on to is like, you're, you're going to win. Like you're winning. Like there's a lesson in here somewhere. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so when it does suck and you're kind of unable to shake it and you're living in that suck, how do you how do you go about it? Some people say like, okay, I give myself 30 minutes to sit in it and allow it to suck. Or, or like, do you have any rituals that you kind of practice when it sucks or you just let it suck and when it doesn't suck, it doesn't suck anymore? Oh, I definitely let myself sit in it for a second. Like I'm a big, like Tia, just go ahead and feel your feels because nothing good came out of just pretending it didn't happen. Or I don't like that fake like positivity where you're just like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Like that is to me not healthy. Um, like it, for my, for me personally, that's not healthy because that's just like burying something that actually should be looked at. And, you know, it's not saying that I can sit in it for months and months and months, but like, it's okay to recognize that you're disappointed. It's okay to recognize that like, you really did think it was going to go your way or, you know, all the things like, uh, being honest about it means also being honest that you're disappointed. And I think that that's okay. Mm. And it's more just about, okay, so now we've recognized that we're disappointed. Now, what are we going to do moving forward? And, you know, and then there's the next step moving forward. So I definitely do that. And part of the way that I kind of, uh, think through that kind of stuff or work through the stuff that when it's really upsetting, I'm a big journaler. Like I'm a total, I don't know if you could tell just by like the quote thing, but like I'm big on journaling. So I write it out, you know, I'm, I'm big in like just opening up my journal and just being like, you know, and that, um, often releases some of the air out of like that, like very tense and, and compressed feeling that sometimes you get when you just really are down when you're just low. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, segue into another question that will lead me to another quote on your profile. <laughs> so with you stepping full-time into the role of Jasmine, was the was this like a short notice? Was it expected? How much time did you have going into it? So it was not expected. Um, I... Honestly, it's funny. I don't know what quote that you're looking at that like it would segue into, but um, there's one of my quotes that's talking about like people being less qualified um, to do something. Uh, I'm paraphrasing right now, but it's yeah. basically like there are people doing, there are less qualified people doing things right now that just, that are doing them just because they believed in themselves. Yeah. And so basically like it was that kind of a situation where like I saw the window of opportunity and initially I was like, oh, I'll just like wait and see like what they think, like if they're gonna like kind of, maybe they'll ask me. And then I was like, um, no girl, you deserve this. Like you can go ahead and ask for this. Nobody got anything without asking for it. Okay. Like all you could hear is no, it's time to go out, go, time to go ahead and just like put yourself out there, be vulnerable, yeah. hear no, if that's what you're going to hear, but it's just time to go for it. So I, I know I absolutely said, Hey, like I, I know this opportunity is available and I am, you know, ready to step into that if that's something that like you know could be helpful for the show but also um it's something i want it's something i want it's something i know i can do and so i had to let it be known i think oftentimes as actors we think that they're in our heads that like the 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 high they the all-knowing they are in our heads mm -hmm. and if i've learned anything <laughs> it's that they really have so much going on they 
have no idea what's in our heads. Like, like really like when I, she was like, Oh, I didn't even know if you'd be interested because I know that you're moving into, you know, some like a hot and da, 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 da. And like, you know, like there was nothing, you know, she didn't even have it in her head that I might be interested in doing this. And so it's like, okay, good. So good for me. Pat on my back for like standing up for myself and advocating for myself and just letting it be known. You never get anything unless you ask for it. And it isn't just because like you have to be, you know, super aggressive about it. It's just like you have to let it be known. Let it out of your brain and into the world. Say it again, louder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so you you brought up that you will be transitioning into Some Legged Hot in the fall. Yes, sometime in the fall. Yes, yes, I'm super excited. Um, yeah. Transitioning into that, and uh, I'm just I'm super excited to bring that our version of this that story um, to Broadway. I'm excited to uh, you know kind of the basic stuff of Broadway, like learn new numbers and meet new people and like forge these new bonds and all mm-hmm. the like cool things that happen whenever you're doing like an original show. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It might be one of my new favorite shows because there are so many of our fam and friends in your cast that I might be going multiple times. I can't wait for it to be awesome. awesome. Uh, So the quote, the quote, um, you are the, you are a principal character in one of the longer running shows currently on Broadway. You are every little kids dream maybe you know when they're going to see the show like oh my gosh that's there's real life jasmine up there you know um or to the adults it's like our childhood coming to life before our eyes so this magnificent opportunity but yet you're going to step away into the into the unknown uh to bring up another disney reference and the (laughs) quote the quote is if you're too comfortable it's time to move on terrified of what's next you're on the right track so in this transition was it a no-brainer for you that you would do this um even stepping into the role or did you have no choice like how was it mentally to say i'm gonna move on i'm gonna move on no i definitely had a choice um and it was it was a conscious choice after some you know lots of journaling. <laughs> it was a constant uh, a definite choice, mindful choice. Um, but no, super scary. I'm even still scared. It hasn't even happened yet, and I'm trying to just you know stay in the moment and stay present. But I have a fair amount of active you know anxiety about it, just based off of um, exactly what you said. Disney is a known product. It's you know gonna be here. It's it's. Um, tried and tested and I'm going into something that isn't. And it's kind of like, oh, I hope people like it. I hope, you know, whatever. But um, I think in those situations or for this particular situation, I had to assess where my priorities were. So with that quote uh, or, or relating to that quote, my priority, especially moving into this next thing is yes, yes, true, all true that I'm freaking out a little bit. But I and making it the priority to try something new, to be on this adventure, to, um, you know, meet some new people, uh, make some new bonds in this business. Um, and even if, regardless of like the length of the show, it's not about like, oh, but this might not run for 10 years. It's like, but that's not the priority right now that, you know what I mean? The priority is not that. And I know how to do that. I've done that. Like I've been in that. So I already know how it feels to be in a show, you know, thankfully, gratefully, 
you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, know how to be in that environment. But also, I, I'm kind of excited to be in the environment where I'm, I'm kind of unsure about it. It, it gives me a little excitement because I do think that um, there's, there's potential to just like relax whenever you're in something super comfortable like I've been in. Mm-hmm. And this has really forced me to kind of like get on my game. I mean, the show, talking about like logistically speaking, there's like a ton of tap in the show and like a ton of um, dance numbers. And it's very female forward, which a lot of shows are very male forward. This show is actually very female forward as far as like the ensemble women are just like very like there's a lot of their, they're dancing. (laughs) Like it's literally like men have a seat. This is another woman's number. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just going to be really exciting. And for me, the priority is new works, new adventures, uh, new opportunities. And, and the priority is not, yeah, just stay comfortable. That's cute. Like, I think if we've learned anything from the pandemic, it's that tomorrow is not promised or uh, what tomorrow looks like uh, is not necessarily going to be what you think it might look like. So it's time to take these kind of opportunities uh, whenever they make themselves available to you. I think that it's yeah a, a good it's a good time. It's a good day to do something new. Mm. Yeah. All right. So last two questions so we can let you go. Um, it's based off another quote, never be limited by other people's limited imaginations. So you're speaking so much just about you're being candid and I appreciate it. And you're also a testament to your bravery of just stepping out into the world and putting yourself out there and so on and so forth. Was, is this something natural? Did you learn this from someone, you know, did, did you have limitations mentally at some point and somewhere along the way you were free of that by either a impactful person or an impactful moment in your life? How did that all, how did you acquire this skill of just being, I guess, free of people's limitations? I think that it is something that I actively mindfully have to remember to do daily, um, even minute by minute sometimes. So it's not something I've mastered, but it's definitely the goal. And I have had people, I I remember very vividly, I had a teacher whenever I was in, gosh, how old was I? I was before high school. I must have been in like seventh grade. And basically they told me I couldn't sing. They told me I was like not a singer because when I was growing up, I was more of a dancer than a singer. Um, As far as like, you know, the triple threatness, I was definitely like the dancer girl. And that's what I always got cast in in my community theater. I was always like, you know, little star dancer moment. And this, this music director told me I couldn't sing, just flat out told me I couldn't sing and I shouldn't worry about that and I should just focus on my dancing. And it killed me. It like destroyed me because up until then I could really see myself as a triple threat. And it really destroyed me. And as opposed to letting it completely have me crumble, um, I worked harder. I found a voice teacher. I worked harder. I don't know if this is this person's point is to make me work harder, but it's what ended up happening. But I never forgot that person because it really felt like crap. (laughs) And I was like, okay, uh, less about proving you wrong and more about, I'm just not going to let anybody else like put me in that box ever again. Like we're not doing that. Thank you again, sir. So just being super mindful of like, if I believe I'm supposed to be in a room, then that is the answer. I am supposed to be in that room. And so, yes, there might be a couple extra steps for me personally to get there, but I'm supposed to be there. So it's happening. When? I'm not sure, but it will happen. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, <laughs> last question. It's a grouping of questions. This is something fun to end the episode. We're going to put you on the hot seat with some quick, fun questions, okay? 
So <laughs> first, first one is out of all the places you traveled, what was a meal or a food that you had that you're like, I will never forget eating this particular food at this particular place? I mean, in Thailand, I did try scorpions. They are like fried on a stick. Okay. And they were crunchy. It just tasted like crunchy chard. (laughs) It's really about the aesthetic. Like it looks like a scorpion. So that's a little hard to get over. I'll never forget it. I'll never probably have it again either. But uh, I... (laughs) Wait, so you didn't enjoy it. What about one that you... What about one you like really enjoyed? Uh, Cuba. Lobster. There's lobster. Like I had lobster like every meal. It was amazing. Okay. Um, Cause they, they fish a lot. So, okay. Lobster yeah. in Cuba. Great. Yeah. Most played song on one of your playlists right now. Like what are you bopping to all the time right now? Oh gosh. Oh, that's so hard. I'm terrible with this kind of stuff. Um, I, I like want to get my things. I know exactly like what song it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Pull it up. We're good. I'm like, let me, let me, let me, let me pull up my, um, my playlist scroll through a bit yeah go ahead scroll i know through. the name of it because i am terrible with i'm names. i'm this i'm the same i'm like oh i just read this amazing book and someone's like oh what's the title and i'm like um i know and i'm like i really did read it who wrote it <laughs> um <laughs> so i love um so bruno mars um or i guess it's silk sonic um, but Fly As Me, I love that song. Okay. I okay. love that song. Uh-huh. And my other one that I listen to a lot right now is, um, how do you say her name? Tannerelle? Mm, I don't know. Tannerelle, Nothing Without You. Okay, Nothing Without You. Song. It's so pretty. Um, and then like anything Lizzo. I'm going to a Lizzo concert like in October, so I'm very excited. All right, let's <laughs> go, Lizzo. I don't know if you do like house music or electronic, but if you're ever like down and you need to like pump it up before, maybe you're like at, on a Sunday mat or something, it's the last show of the week, Gorgon City House Arrest. Gorgon City yeah house arrest oh it comes right up but don't don't listen to it like just on your phone audio like you need like speakers you need this thing to be, oh, it's like a. we need we need this bumping in your dressing room like you I need to, you need to just rage in there a little bit that's a two show day two show day like get me going let's go exactly okay off the stage this the last hot seat off the stage no singing no dancing no acting let's say no travel as well we've hit that who is Tia as far as like passions or hobbies or anything else unrelated? I think, I think most people that know me would say um, dog obsessed. Um, I'm obsessed with my dog, my 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 little Teddy, who has been on tour with me. So he is a very well-traveled little guy. And uh, he kind of goes everywhere with me. I am obsessed with him. And uh, yeah, he's my Amazing. best friend. Okay, you're a, do- <laughs> you're a dog mom. Okay, yay, Tia Altine. Thank you so much for being on Bill for the Stage podcast. Appreciate you. Okay. I appreciate you. Everyone that's listening, make sure to check out the description of this episode so you can follow Tia on the gram. Uh, Her IG handle will be there. All the quotes that you can scroll through and reference. Uh, If you're around in New York City, run, run, run to see her in Aladdin as uh, Princess Jasmine. And soon she'll be, you know, some liking it hot over there in uh, in the fall. So can't wait to see it and can't wait to maybe meet you soon. Yes, definitely. Can't wait to see you in person. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Actors or athletes. Later.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.